what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our special 2021 Olympic spectacular edition of Big Fan, the number 13th ranked podcast in the downtown Hickory area, voted on by beer drinkers at Crescent Moon and people dropping their mail off to the Hickory Post Office. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of commercials during the Olympics that make you want to run outside and throw a javelin, but at the same time make you want to curl up in a warm blanket and get out a good cry. I'm also a big fan of women's beach volleyball outfits, both the very skimpy ones and the board short ones. And finally, last but not least, I am a big fan of the beginning of fantasy football season that begins for us tomorrow, July 29th. Hey, my name is Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of vacation hikes that end with a 20-foot jump off a rock into freezing water. Cars you can start before leaving your office in order to drop your car temperature from 1,008 to 114. And using women's fencing as an excuse to stay up for one more beer. <laughs> so lovely, so lovely. And Hank, breaking news, breaking news. At this time, Hank, we have a very, very special guest to introduce to our audience today. Um, this guest is going to be coming to us live from Tokyo, Japan. So very early. Yeah, very. I, I don't even know what time it is there right now, but he's either drinking Sapporo or drinking coffee, probably both. Right at this moment, <laughs> sake, sake. Yes. So um, I'll, let me tell you a little bit about this guy before he comes on uh, our show. First time, second time, maybe on Big Fan. I think he was a correspondent back in the 2016 games too. Um, this fellow in 2012 actually competed in the Olympics. His um, competition was, he was the, he finished fourth in Coors Light Drinking. Coors Light Drinking <laughs> champion of the 2012 Olympics. In 2016, this fella barely missed making the podium in an event that's no longer a part of the Olympics. It's called tree climbing. Okay. So yes, he was, he was fourth place. He missed by 10 one hundredths of a point to actually climb that podium and get that bronze medal. So we do truly have a legend here in Tokyo speaking to us. Today. I remember those games. I remember. remember I remember the indie. If it weren't for the injuries that he sustained during his tree climbing uh, practice, yes. right before he left for the games, he yes. might have came home with a medal. Possibly a silver. Might have come possibly home. Possibly so, because you know the guy that won gold that year. You remember where he's from? He's from Switzerland. They climb a lot of trees there. So no way he way he was taking out the Switzerland guy. See, the problem is, right. is he tried to really expedite his training with a palm tree. He didn't yes. understand that coming down, you get injured is what matters. The Switzerland guy, he stayed with the oak. Yes, absolutely. And first, and if you also think about, it, he was a 2012 Olympic in Coors Light drinking. He tried to bring the Coors Light drinking into the tree training too that's always going to be trouble yeah it yes, is yes all right well let's see if we can get him real quick um um excuse me hello tokyo are are you there are you there yes i've got you ladies and gentlemen yes this is the one and only will Rowland coming to us from tokyo japan will what's it like in tokyo wait a minute, wait a minute. are you enjoying the olympics we flew will over <laughs> to cover the, the olympics we flew will over there there's nobody more qualified Nobody more qualified. Uh, he's the only guy that would take the gig, Hank. He's the only fellow who agreed. So, Will, please tell us. So, what are you experiencing over there in Tokyo so First, far? I'd like to clarify, and you were correct. Yes, I tried to combine both disciplines mm. when I didn't make the podium. 
So yes. that's what the problem was. Understood. Understood. But yes, it is um, just a little after 6 a.m. in the morning. Whoa. And you're still up? Or have you not gone to bed or you're just getting up now? No, I just got up. You just got Just up. for the show. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, wow. just for the show. Just specifically right. just to be on big but you know i mean it, it, it's kind of that, that's the problem with being a correspondent is you're up at all hours i mean you don't want to miss anything true and you know there's some obscure sports that are he's having to follow i mean who who doesn't have the the calendar out you know with the highlighters looking at when am i going to get to ping pong when am i going to get to handball my god when is archery fencing please come we're ready for you that's rugby right. rugby i was up last night rugby. three o'clock in the morning watching rugby fiji one so let's get to it so far what has been your favorite thing to view while you've been in tokyo i can't give you one really multiple multiple events i'm such a fan of the olympics in general it's my favorite event sporting wise because it comes once every four years well this time just five yes or five yes but i like to watch the obscure sports you don't get to see all the time yeah. Been watching kayaking, yeah. canoeing, rowing, fencing. Fencing. A lot of water sports there. The one I can't get my arms wrapped around is dressage. I don't even know what that what is. What is dressage? That's why we hire the best. He goes to the events that no one even knows about. Do you not think he could do this from his couch no, at home? He needs we to be send in Tokyo. Him to Tokyo. He needs to be in Tokyo so he can experience the whole everything. The Back whole, to dressage. What are we talking about? <laughs> it's horse dancing. Yeah. And the Americans won silver. Okay. Wow. Okay. Horse yeah. dancing, huh? Horse Meaning dancing. the horse is act like. Oh, are the, you on standing on the saddle dancing like the dude? Or no, the you're riding dancing? the horse like normal, oh. and the horse, horse is, is doing all the work. So the no, guy's not like doing the moonwalk up on the saddle <laughs> on the horse like the horse dance seals and dudes dancing. Now I, I thought you're. I didn't see any of that. But it may have occurred. I, I thought you know. were talking about like the guy and the horse would get on the dance floor together. <laughs> may I have this dance? It's a routine. <laughs> may I have this dance? It's a routine. You never know. It'd be like Dancing with the Stars, equestrian version. Yes. Who knows? That's hilarious. So we just learned something. Rissage or whatever that is, is horse dancing. So have you met any of the athletes, Will? Because like, I hear after the, the events are done for some of the athletes, they will go into the village and just get crazy. Just well, party. The thing is, it's so tight. It's being controlled so tightly. I have my credentials. Sure, sure you do. Yeah. But there's no fans. Right. And they're limiting the amount of media people. Well, obviously... I'm kind of low on the totem pole. Dude, no. you're a two-time Olympian, brother. 2012, 2016, they know who you are. Yeah, but... Yeah. Those events are no longer in this Olympics, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so they don't really respect got, them as much as the rest of us. They got phased out, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you know, staying in this Olympic theme here, and you've experienced all the, these great events and met many, many people. Now, tell me about, like, the the food there i mean is the food where are you are, are you eating octopus every night are you getting going back to mcdonald's there for cheeseburgers yeah, what are we doing here in they Japan? bring out like live octopus really yeah you just cut the legs off oh god don't cook them or anything you feel just... it squirming down your, oh will to mm, your stomach mm, mm. i'd like to try an octopus but now i've eaten lots of sushi Lots of sushi, yeah. Grade A tuna. No, no California roll for you in Tokyo? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't eat California roll here <laughs> in the United States. You guys, listen, if we're going to talk food, we need to bring our own correspondent, a food correspondent that I would like t- to bring in. Who, so like we, you? Well, I would love to do yes. this. But it's, I've, unfortunately, we only have a budget to send somebody that doesn't eat it like <laughs> very much, just like yourself. So if we're going to talk about this, let's talk about the games. Let's talk about basketball that I didn't get to see last night because it was on at 1230. The, the U.S. won okay. men's 120 to 66, beat Iran. This guy's got the score. Oh, I would have just said I, they won. No. no. They won. 
You they send the best. We send <clears throat> the best for big fans. They came alive. They came, Lillard had 21. Seven threes, I, I heard. Th- yep, I think uh, Durant had 10, so he didn't mm. give that much. And off I, nice. there was Somebody else had 10, but I think it was pretty much an all-around. So the leading effort. score for Iran had about three. No, they had two dudes in double figures, and that's what did it. That's why I got 66. Wow. 33 and 33? (laughs) It's pretty close. It was pretty close. So what are the chances that the the Americans in the basketball make a run and get this thing done? Because they did have the loss I think they come alive. You do? Yeah. I think they get the gold. I really do. Good. Get the gold. Get the gold. Yeah. I think they come together. Fantastic, Will. Now, the thing is, and what they've been crushed about, and Popovich as well, they've Assembled this team for scores. Mm-hmm. They have no big men. They have no bigs. You're right. So they're getting killed down low. So they don't hit their outside shots. So who are they going to have to worry about, you know, for the rest of the games? I know they've already lost to France. So France will be another. Spain. Spain. Slovenia, I Slovenia, heard, is going to be tough. Because they've got Jokic. Yes. So anyway, it'll be fun to watch. Um, golf starts today. Have you checked out the golf course yet out there? I have not. Yeah. I have not been able to get out there. John Rahm had to pull himself yes, out because he did of COVID, COVID again. again for the second time in a I month. I don't know how you keep testing positive for COVID. I know. It's, it's got to be false positive. It's terrible, but Poor he's guy. had to pull out. So golf starts. You know, obviously we've had a, I've watched a little bit of tennis. I saw some table tennis yesterday. You know, some events that are starting next week, track and field really gets yes, into gear. That's you plan on being in. there. Oh, yeah. And witnessing all the I'll track and all that. Would you not rather be, like, if you were going to the Olympics, now how long is the Olympics? Three weeks? Two. Two weeks. Two. Two weeks, okay. So if you were in the Olympics, I would much rather go there and have my event early. You know, have it the first week. Sure. The first three days. Let's get the nerves out. Can, can you imagine the guy that's participating in the track and field mm-hmm. that's running an event next Wednesday? Right. And he's got to watch all this hoopla. He's got to see the medal count. He's going to be like, okay, here I go. If I don't get a medal, U.S. is going to lose the whole freaking thing. Right. Right? Right, sure. I'm not up for that. I'd rather get it over with early as well. However, there's one superstar athlete who might have preferred to have a little bit more time to wait, and that is our own Simone Biles, who y'all heard what happened Hell last yes. night. It was horrible. So, and I do have, I'm glad we're bringing this up because I do want to talk about this. You know, she is the Tiger Woods, the Michael Jordan of gymnastics. She's the GOAT, the Tom Brady, whatever you want to call best it. Ever. She's yeah. the best ever. Think about the amount of pressure that is on her. Every other commercial is Simone Biles. Y'all it noticed it. Do what? It got her. Yes. And so, do you feel after seeing what happened and for those who didn't watch it last night Simone Biles after her first event in the team competition decided that she needed to pull out because of as she said later mental health issues well, she said mental health and that she, I guess she's so far her mind so far somewhere else she didn't want to get hurt herself sure and that I basically what, what she, her reason absolutely I bring this up to say when you look at Simone Biles now you know do you look at her as giving up on her team or sacrificing her own accolades or possibly an injury? I don't know. And, you know, having someone sub in for her so the U.S. could attempt to get a medal. I wish if she, I guarantee you she had to feel some sort of way going in before the competition even started. I wish she had pulled herself before it even started. That way that other girl what could have prepared. Gotten. Prepared and done all the events. Did you watch qualifying for the women's gymnastics prior to the event? Yes, and she was not on. And she was off. You could tell, because normally she is, she's the GOAT. She doesn't make any mistake. Yeah. And every every apparatus she was 
something was an, there was an error. Yeah. And so even my daughters were like, well, what's something's not right. Yep. Something's not right with her. And so, yeah, I think you're probably right. She probably knew then, mm-hmm. but yep. you know, she went through with it. So anyway, I don't know today that just announced. So she's pulled herself out of the Thursday competition now too. Yeah, individual. Individual, but she is trying to compete in the four individual ones when there's it's not four. The overall is for each apparatus. So she said she uh, still might try to do still that. Might one. Try to do that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I, and this is going to just be my own take on it. I, I think that her position on it was like spot on. If she doesn't feel like she's going to help her team, if she doesn't, you know, if it's her own emotional thing going on, pull yourself out, take care of your own mental health. I mean, Michael Phelps did the, you know, he said it after the fact, but you know, I think that that's the difference in these world-class athletes and not is it is the moment of doubt, the slight moment of Mm. doubt that it comes in and you're done. Yeah. Michael Jordan never had that happen. Mm-mm. Right, many people have not had that happen. You've heard of the guys that are second basemen, are world class baseball players, and then all of a sudden they can't throw the ball to first base. Cannot do it. That's crazy. Right, but cannot it's, do the it. Yips. But it's the mental mm-hmm. position, and it's what separates the elite from the non-elite. And I think someone, someone Boyles. I mean, Biles. Biles is elite, obviously, but it is that. One second. And, you know, she had a lot of controversy this year. You know, her brother was mm-hmm. um, or, or, uh, accused of murder but got off, and she was having to deal with that. And, you know, there's a lot of – Plus COVID. Personal, yeah, personal stuff. If she would have done it last year, she probably would have, you know, been in a better place. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. And I, I hate it for her. It's true. I hope that she, you know, can – pull it back together and feel good about it. And, you know, hopefully this is her legacy. Maybe she helps others that are in the same position. And, you know, that that's might what be I was going to say. I bet this will add to her legacy because some people will think of her as a failure. I do not. I think, I mean, she's still the best of all time. Yeah. Um, but I think about this too. So Olympics in the past, you've have your, you got your family around you. You know, you've got friends and things there to, yeah. that are normal. This Olympics, there's no her, no family there for her, nobody right. to lean on. They're halfway across the world. I could see how this is a different type of scenario. And, you know, she's flying 10, 12 feet in the air after she flies off a vault. If she's not 100% confident, and she could kill herself, yeah. you know? And so that's oh, why yeah. I've got to give her, like, crazy props. She was like, I am not mentally here. I got I to gotta take a break. I'm going to sit down and gather my thoughts, and let's, let's move on. I just hope she gets yeah. through it. Yeah, I heard Phelps talk about it yesterday, how he was talking about everybody that's around her. And he was saying just everybody that was around him when he was there, because you weren't around your family and friends immediately. You saw him and everything, right? But the people you were talking to were your teammates who were depending on you because you were number one in the world. Biles is number one in the world or whatever. Your coach, who depends on you, has a job because of you. Mm -hmm. He's not going to say step down. And that's what Phelps right. was saying. He's not going to tell you. He's going to tell you, why don't you take 10 minutes, exactly. pull yourself together, exactly. and then yep. get your butt back on that vault. That's right. And so, you know, he's like, you know, that's the thing that all these athletes need is somebody to listen to them because maybe they can pull themselves out of that hole at some yeah. point. But Yeah, the coach is going to basically say, get back on that horse that bucked you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, all my coaches would. And could you imagine, right. you made the reference to the great athletes in the past. Could you imagine Tom Brady getting to the Super Bowl and saying that he wasn't going to play? Right. I, and that's the impact. I'm not saying I'm not – faulting her for doing it that is what that's what he would say i'm not playing jordan's in the final game seven i'm not playing scotty pippen did it yeah he did do it yeah you know simone biles is 24 years old right you know she's already i mean she's 
been in gymnastics since 17 years of her life, but she's only 24. Tom Brady, he's 40 years. I'm, I'm not saying I, that they just have more. It seems like Jordan and Brady right. there had more experience. They're more mature. They're older. They're in their 30s. Simone Biles is only 24 years old. And I'm not taking old. anything yeah. away from what she did. I'm yeah. not. I'm just saying that's like that's the impact. Sure of being the best in your sport and walking away from it. I, right. I believe what she did was correct for her. Right. I really do. Yeah. But I, I think it's a, it's an interesting thing when people that thrive on such greatness mm-hmm. and maybe, and maybe it just came on quick, too quick for her. Maybe, yeah. you know, you never know. But. Seeing herself on every other TV commercial for the last two weeks probably was like, holy bleep. A lot of pressure on me. The whole country is depending on me, yeah. you know. So a lot of pressure. Like Tiger Woods, I just go. We'll go back to this. Like clutch, like being in the mindset of being the best in the world. Because you know when Tiger would go up to make a putt, if it was ten feet back in his heyday or less, shit, if it was fifteen feet, or he would make it. You know that the dude would make right. it. Yeah. Now he knew he thought he was going to make it. I guess that's what yeah, it was. exactly. He thought he would make it, and yeah. I mean, we all believed him because he always made it. He always made so, it. So you know, and then I guess as you get older or whatever, you just have that one doubt creep in your mind. All it takes is that one doubt. Well, I'll tell you this yeah, right you know. now, and both of you can relate to this. I guarantee, eighteen years old, up on a ladder, you go up thirty feet. You come down, you jump off, you land on a cinder block, you stick that thing, you jump right <laughs> off, right? I go up 20 feet on a ladder. Dude, I don't Knees feel, knocking. Knees Absolutely. buckling. And it's all about confidence. If something were to happen, could you eliminate getting hurt? Could you? Yes. Right? True. Yeah. And, I mean, it all the happens. The answer's no. <laughs> the answer's no. Yeah. The answer's no. Uh, so before we move away from this, um, this topic, Simone Biles, she, let's say she competes in four events. She gets gold and all. I mean, would it go down as one of the best Olympic stories of all time? You know, she has to take a break for mental health health issues. She gathers herself. She comes back strong, helps the American, the United States win four goals. It'd be a pretty good story. It'd be a great story. Yeah. I don't think she does it, though. I don't I, think she competes. I don't think – I think you're right, Hank. I'm on Hank's side. Yeah. But it'd be the most covered – Probably oh, period. sure. Every camera will be on her if she does yep. end up competing next week in the individual uh, Can contest. Can I mention one other sport? Go. Yes, is this great. is your segment. You're this an Olympic one. champion. Do you talk about whatever you want to while you're in Tokyo? No gold, though. He had no, no gold. gold. This is the no. one that I've really enjoyed watching. USA Rugby. Okay. Now, there's two guys on the team. Carlin Isles and Perry Baker. All right. Perry Baker was drafted by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles as a receiver. He went to Fairmont College, I think. Didn't make it in the NFL. This dude is lightning fast. Okay. When he gets out on the wing and they get him that ball, gone. See ya. <laughs> gone. Gone. Is All he the seeing... big, thick guy? Some, no, no, he's, he's the middle tall, guy. thin. Who's dude. the middle guy that wears the head cover? I know who you're talking about. Who's got about. dreadlocks? Yeah. Who? Looks like he's going to create some pain when he gets in there oh, and starts watching, hitting people. I was watching Fiji last night. There he is, right there. Right there. Oh, yep. yeah. And there's the other guy you're talking about. Um, But I was watching Fiji last night. And I don't know what the, that cat's doing right there. <laughs> <laughs> they won the uh, they won the gold for just the second consecutive Olympics. They won gold. And this dude, I don't know what his name was, flat lowered his shoulder and just bulldozed the dude. Like – See ya. I mean, talking about getting hit by a Mack truck, this guy's huge. Yeah. Are the Americans favored to win the gold? No, but they're ranked. They finished sixth. They they blew a lead in the quarterfinals to Great Britain after being up 21 nothing. So it's over. Holy Rugby's over. Cow. Rugby's over. They finished sixth. 
Yeah. Okay. So who won the? Who did you, you say won? Fiji. Fiji. I oh, saw. They uh, beat New Zealand. Makes in sense. Fiji, the one that does the <laughs> haka. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the USA. USA was playing Great Britain, and I saw somebody that was huge get the ball in the end, and he stiff armed the person, and he took that guy like fifteen yards. It was the most demoralizing thing. If I were a man that was mm. getting pushed like that, right. I'd have got up and said, "Whoever caught that on video, let's go ahead and erase that." <laughs> kind of like delete, please. Kind of like what's his face in Blindside. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exact yeah. same thing. He needed to get on the bus. Yeah, yeah, that guy for sure. Um, Will, one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Three-on-three basketball is new to the Olympics this year. Have you watched any of this three-on-three? Yeah, I watched a little bit yesterday. We won gold today. Did we really? Women's won gold. My, the men's didn't do well. My question, I mean, did they just grab these five dudes, like, off the street? Uh, four. Four dudes off the street and say, all right, guys, I'm going to give you these jerseys. We're going to be competing in the Olympics three-on-three tournament next week. I, I think you, me, and Hank could go out there and suit up, and I think we might reach the podium. I think, think so? maybe not gold or silver. I think we'd squeeze a bronze. We'd in. have to make a couple outside shots. I can tell you that much right <laughs> exactly. now. But it's rough. Like, there's a lot of fouls, but the ref's there to call foul. And, like, once it goes in the basket, you get it and bring it back out. It's like, it's yeah, like it's pickup like, ball. It's like pickup pick ball. It's just like, like pickup ball. used to play at the center. Absolutely. Well, you look at the, look at the four guys that are guys from the United States. I mean, you got a guy Robbie from Purdue. I remember Robbie A guy Hummel. from Purdue, a guy yes. from Minnesota, a guy from Princeton, right. and then a guy from Fort Hayes State. I mean, you know, what what are their heights? Six, six eight, eight, five, nine. nine. Okay, good. Six, six nine, six, six eight. eight. I'll take five nine guy. You guys do. You're gonna the, guard him. I'm gonna guard. You're five, gonna give nine. six inches to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, but I've got more skill than he does, so I'll make it up in skill. You take Hummel, Will, and you take King, and uh, yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get Moose to guard a uh, six Kareem eight Kareem Maddox. Maddox. Yeah. And let's see. Let's let the chips fall where they may. All right, let's let them fall where they may. I know what that means. It's called an L. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do are these guys D league guys? You think? Robbie Hummel Robbie actually Hummel got he played. got he he's played from Purdue yeah he, and he got drafted top 15, 20 in the league I don't think he still plays the other dudes I don't know if they made it to the NBA or not but anyway I just it's just scrappy three I can't believe it's an Olympic sport I can't either you know, I, it's I was pretty surprised myself weird. I didn't even know it was going to be there to tell you the truth yeah before the Olympics started but it is so one gold in the women's that's so. congratulations USA women so if at all the sports that you've seen Will and we watched on TV Hank. What is the one, and let's be real about this, Right. what is the one event that you personally think that you could compete with at an Olympic level? Maybe not at an Olympic level, but let's say at a, you would be competitive in, you know. If in, I your in your Yes, if you practice, let's say you dedicated your life. And let's not take as a 40, how old are you, 53? Not as a 53-year-old <laughs> man, but let's take it back to, what, let's say, when you were you know, we're born the same month, right? Let's say you're 24, okay? You're 24, you're getting a late start, but you got a chance to compete. What would it be? And I know what yours probably would be because you were a heck of a wrestler. Maybe yeah, Greco. Probably, probably wrestling. Yes. That would probably be the What is the difference the between Greco, Roman, and I'm not wrestling. sure because we didn't. But we didn't do that type wrestling in high school, so I'm not sure. Do you still have to wear the tight little singlets? Oh yeah, yeah. They're still they're still around. That's Hank's. They're favorite. still a fashion thing. Yes, That's my favorite the singlets. We should get Hank one. Yes, he loves singlets. Okay, so he'd if, go running in it. If I had to pick one for myself, I was just looking at this list that um, that uh, our producer has pulled up for us. If you go up just a little bit, it's on the right side. I think breaking would be mine. They have breakdancing. <laughs> 
think. When does that start? Oh, I can't wait for that event. I think that's going to be my event. Because in reality, you know, the easy one would be like, okay, I'm going to dust off the mitt and get in baseball. Or I'm going to, you know, I run, so let's get in a running event. No, 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 boys and girls. You're going to see me popping and locking. Bring out the parachute pants. Bring out the cardboard. Bring out the cardboard. I'm going to do it. So I think breaking would be where I'm at. Breaking. Don't act like you don't know what breaking is. You've watched... Bra- uh, electronic blue blue. Yes, they don't have that in the Olympics. So it's, it's on it's the list. New. It's on the it's list. On the but list. I don't think it's this one. I think it's 2024. It debuts, I believe. Can you check out that Forest Moose and see if it's a 2024 or 2024 breaking? Let's 2024. Fine. They have breaking. Yes, breaking. <laughs> so what? you're saying there's a check. I might become an Olympian. Yes, I might become. I might work on my worm right now until the 2024 games. I work on the worm. I hope there. I hope you get bye 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 on the radio right now. I hope it's competitive partner breaking. Me and you, we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> I hit you with one of those, and then you break it down like that. Oh God! So awesome. what do you think you'd be able to compete? Um, with, let's move on to. I think Chad would choose figure skating. I was going to say artistic, artistic swimming. Gymnastics. Artistic gymnastics. swimming. Gymnastics. Might. You don't have to get in the pool. Yeah. Well, I, I like swimming, so artistic swimming could be on the list. Also, I was thinking I like judo. I might maybe do a couple of judo chops. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. Um, rhythmic gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics. You know, I could try that too. It's like Will Ferrell. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the best scenes. <laughs> When he does a little, I would, I would say, you know, fencing uh, seems like a sport that you could be like, oh, I, I'd like to jump in there. Those cats, those cats that do fencing are yes. uh, are pretty amazing. How about that hat yeah. that lights up green or red? So yeah, cool. it Very is cool. pretty. They're cool. so quick. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're fencers. Like did, Will. No, I'm just like how the they're killing each other that? up there. Will <laughs> laser run? What is laser run? There's too many sports to even know what we do. But anyway, I think that, you know, if we start training now, guys, 2024, sign us up. We're here to compete. How old are you going to be in 2024? Doesn't matter. How old are you going to be? It does not matter. Talent doesn't leave. Talent does not leave, man. It's always with you. You're going to be a high number for a coach, bro. (laughs) Especially in the breaking world. You don't think that Ozone over there coaching them is not 31? Exactly. Everybody in there is like 17, right? Look at old man River over there. I'm like, (laughs) breaking. Oh, God. I'd kill him. But anyway, um, Will. Thank you so much for joining us from Tokyo. I think we're losing our signal a little bit, but um, <laughs> but is there anything else you'd like to say before we, we leave? Um, you know, what are you doing uh, tonight for festivities after the event? Like any discos you're going to or anything? I'll probably discos. go clubbing. Clubbing, I'll I'll go clubbing. Yeah, <laughs> clubbing. There'll be definitely some sake involved. Okay, oh, yeah, I've work, been working on my Japanese. Wonderful. Well, you know what? Let's don't let you leave just yet, Will. There's probably some other things we can talk about with you. Uh, stay on the line. Yeah, stay on the line with us if you don't mind. You know, because okay. sometimes Hank needs a little help to get through the podcast. So just bear with us, all right, Will? Yes. Hank, how you been, buddy? Well, you know what? I, I will tell you that it, it's always funny when I walk in here and seven seconds after I walk in here, I realize that we have a guest on our show. And I want to remind you, Robin, that when Batman has a segment, we've got to uh, remind Batman of this. But Will was very good. Thank yes. you, Will, in You're quite Tokyo. Tokyo. Yes. So, Hank, you just got back last week from another fantastic vacation. I'm telling you, man, you, woo-wee, that's two in one month. Disney World baseball tournament. Now we're talking about the wild, wild west. You oh, were it just was wild, baby. Tell me about, it. please, so our, our 
our fans about your trip to uh, yeah out west. So we flew Charlotte. Let me let me just tell you what you're dealing with in an airport right now. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Yes. Okay. My flight was at 9:30. Okay. They recommend being there at 6:30. Right. 3 okay? hours prior. Right. So you're talking about getting up. You're up at 4:45, getting the car packed, everything else, right? You're going down there. When you walk into the airport, long-term parking's always packed and you know, parking's always packed. So you don't know what it's really like. It was packed. Mm-hmm. We take the the shuttle over, we get in there. It is like you're shopping in a mall on Christmas Eve. There's oh, so many people in there. I mean, it Lord. is jam-packed. I was like, I don't know if three hours is enough. Mm. Don't know. So we go to the kiosk and get everything. And, you know, you're standing in line, and every third person's like, I don't have my confirmation number. Right. I don't know where my boarding pass is. Right. I don't know where this. So you got to wade, wade through all that. And we stat, sat at a line, and I said, is this, is this to get into... American Airlines, like, to get your ticket after we got ours, because I was like, okay, I don't want to stand in this line. They're like, no, this is for the security for checkpoint A, which was, like, 200 yards away. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Yep. So we sat there, made our way through it. We got through in about 50 minutes security, mm-hmm. so now we have an hour and 45 minutes in there. Everything was jam-packed. Everybody's wearing masks. But you're shoulder-to-shoulder in there. So you... Could you find a seat to sit at your spot where you were going to... Terminal? Your terminal? Or no, you'd no, have you to go to like... If you're at 8, you'd go to 11 because they yeah. just left. I see. So you could keep an eye on 8. Right. And then the people that were going to Houston are now nudging in on you. Mm-hmm. But so we flew into Chicago, Chicago into Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Jackson Airport is awesome because it's small. Right. right? You, don't have to, it's, yeah. you don't have to do anything. You just, you know, you walk in, grab your bags. We went into Jackson. Jackson is this amazing town. That is exactly like an old West town, like the square and everything. It's great. And we stayed there for three days. We did um, whitewater rafting, the Snake River, the first day. Water was cold. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. Um, We did ATV side-by-sides the next day up this canyon and ended up this river. And it was freezing, but you still swam. It was amazing. And then the third day, we got in our cars and we uh, we drove into Yellowstone, and we did Yellowstone for two days. We stayed at the Old Faithful Inn. Then we stayed at um, uh, the Grand Tetons for three days. Before you leave, talk to me about Old Faithful. I heard that Old Faithful is not necessarily Old Faithful anymore about its consistency. Oh, no, it's consistent. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's consistent. Okay. So you walk in there. You walk into this old—the the hotel was 1903. There's—you know, it's old wood, beautiful hotel. It, it, when you're walking down the hall, it feels like you're in, like, an old dorm. Hmm. Like a really old dorm. And so you're walking in there, and they've got, you know, um, uh, radiator heat, no AC, no TVs, no Wi-Fi. You know, it's just a really cool old place. Mm -hmm. Every 75 minutes, Old Faithful goes off. And they tell you the time and everything. So, like, you're walking in, and you're like, (laughs) you see that thing? How close are you in the hotel? Uh, 100 yards. No kidding! You can get, you can only get... 75 yards to it. And so, you know, you see it going off and you're like, well, that's pretty cool. And so you go ahead and you're like, all right, we're going to go up 75 minutes. And it's give or take, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Not exact science. It's not, yeah, it's like seven, eight minutes or whatever. So we go back out there and we watch the real, real deal. Well, the next morning, you know, you sleepy eyed and everything. You're walking out to your car to get, you know, get a banana or whatever. And you're, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's your alarm. Yeah. And so, uh, but I mean, it was really cool. When we woke up the first day, huge bison beside oh. the bill, like right outside our, um, our window. It was, I mean, wow. we saw bison, we saw bear, we saw elk, uh, we saw moose. Um, it was, it was amazing, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. It was a cool trip. We we're in the car traveling point to point and we'd get mm-hmm. out and we'd hike and we'd do all these things. It was pretty cool. Cause you were with, you know, like you'd be in your car a total of five hours that day, you know, driving from point to point or whatever. But the view with driving incredible. is incredible, right? It's so incredible. you don't mind driving cause you're like, Whoa. Right. And the one thing there was an app that we downloaded that was pretty cool. It's based off GPS. And when you get inside the park, it talks about, all right, for the next four hours, you're going to be going down this road. And I'm going to talk about 12 different things in the park. Five of them are must-sees. You must pull over and see them. I'm telling you to. The others, you may have an option to. So every time you get close, he'd start talking to about the history of it and like Lewis and Clark founded this, you know, this waterfall or whatever. And so it made it really nice because you didn't depend on your wife over there looking in a book saying, right. oh, whoa, 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 there's right. a place over here, there's a place over here. So it made it pretty cool. And even like everybody in the car, because we ended up putting both families in one car while we were going through the park, like when he started talking, because your music would be playing and then it cut off mm-hmm. and then this guy would start oh, talking that's awesome. and uh you'd be like everybody in the car would start listening from the right. eight-year-old to you know the adults and by the time you got done you'd be like i think i do want to see that i do want to see where lewis and clark sure. jumped uh, off this yeah. ledge or yeah. whatever so it was pretty fun man i gotta tell you though it was hot there mm-hmm. you go to you know during the day 85 88 you'd wake up and it'd be 45 right yeah. but i can tell you in the winter that's a cold place to live, brother. Sure. <laughs> you sure. could tell at night that you didn't want to be there come February. Um, but it was it was a beautiful place. It was a lot of fun. Tell us about the bat. <laughs> so there's wild animals everywhere. And while we were staying at our last hotel, we... So y'all wouldn't camp outside. You would, it's hotel. Yeah, we were to, staying in a hotel. That's my style, too. So yes. we come down the hall, and for those of y'all that have heard of my brother-in-law, he's... He's a good guy, but he, you know we have a good time together. Sure, and so we know uh, his nickname. <laughs> old Seabass and I were down <laughs> at the local watering hole, and the family went up and went to bed. So we didn't feel any obligation to get up any earlier than we had to. Right? right, had a long day. Let's just take it easy getting up there. So we get up, get up to third floor. We're in third floor, so we start walking down the hall. All of a sudden, a bat <laughs> rips around the corner of the hall, what? and like just buzzes the tower, right? Man, yeah. He gets on a screen on a window, okay? I'm like, let's call the front desk. Carson was like, no, nah, we're going to deal with this <laughs> That's thing. That's his MO right there. We're going to deal with this, this right thing. here. Yeah. So what do we have as weapons? You would think maybe we'd have a, a tennis racket. Or uh, like so you look a, like John Candy and Great Outdoors, yeah. basically, is what you're No, we me. didn't have a tennis racket. didn't have one. We didn't have one. We, I would have I wanted to, the top to a cooler. You know, let's smash it yeah. or whatever. We had one lone Ziploc. <laughs> we had one lone Ziploc. And three times we made the bat mad enough to get off the screen and come screaming towards us. And he would try to catch it in the Ziploc. What? Hit it with the flip-flop. Let me tell you. I wasn't on the front line of this. Carson had the Ziploc. And at some point, I said, brother, we've been drinking too much to do this. Yeah. And... 
this isn't our gig. <laughs> We're going to go. I'm going to go in my room. I'm going to shove a towel underneath the door so that creature can't ca- crawl in. And I'm going to call the front desk. Perfect. Right? Yes. So uh, lo and behold, that's what we did. We did not catch him, though. Yes. Did they catch him? I have no idea. Although there was a bat in the main lobby the next day, and it could have been him the or same. his brother. Yeah. Not right. sure. Hmm. But... No, but we had a good. We had God, a good I would have loved if y'all would have had all the equipment to look like Dan Aykroyd and John Candy all dressed up with pictures. That, that would have been absolutely nice. fantastic. It would have been great. Yes, it would have been great. But I, I got to tell you, it was uh, it was fun. The the cool thing was the scenery, and you know the ability to see wild animals. Like uh, we saw a moose that was probably 25, 30 feet from us, mm-hmm. and it was sitting in this pond just eating and drinking and i mean have wildlife right there but you also realize that there's wildlife right there sure uh, when we went on our last hike there was a uh ranger that was like you know uh you guys going to the rock to jump yeah well there's an ornery bear over there the last few days oh, and it's boy. just been messing with people's backpacks trying to <laughs> trying to take their food out of their backpack well, so we're not going to the rock now no <laughs> so i mean you you got to deal with that out there too so i mean it, it's it's a trip that i would do again because there's you know we only saw probably 30% of what we needed to see. So it was fun. Right. But, you know, the other thing is we were coming back, left Jackson, flew into Chicago where there was severe thunderstorms. I don't love turbulence on mm. a plane. Okay, I don't love it. I don't think anybody loves Not it. Not a big fan. But when you have large enough turbulence where somebody in the flight screams. Oh, wow. You know? Like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's pretty tough. Yeah. And so we landed. Oh, my God. Erica would have died. <laughs> okay. So we landed, and um, our flight, we landed at 2. Our flight was at 4. Okay. Harris immediately starts turning into Larry Sprinkle, trying to figure <laughs> out, if, you know, where these storms were going, where right. they were going past us. So I was like, dude, they'll be fine by 4. Well, our connecting flight, the plane that was coming to pick us up, was coming from the direction of where the storms so were going. Mm-hmm. So we got delayed from 4 to 6 mm. to 7 to 7.45, to 8.15, till we f- ended up flying out at 9, right? Wow. Put my head on my pillow at 2, 2 a.m., which when you think you're going to have your head on your pillow at 9.45, 10, and you end up having it at 2 a.m., it's, tough. it's a tough night. Yeah. It throws you, that throws you for a loop. Right it there. does right there. So last night was the best night's sleep that I've had in a long time because you had to get those few days out from under you, you know, sure. the jet lag and everything else. And right when I start feeling good, What's going to happen Thursday night? You tell me about Thursday night. <laughs> well, it might sir, make you feel bad again. It's the start of uh, probably the best time of the the, the, the year. Um, we like to call it fantasy football time, Hank. And so Thursday night, sir, we have our summer meeting. We're all going to get together, make the rules, make the regulations, pick our draft uh, date, pick our teams, our draft spot. It's just really another time. And make sure you hold the mic. Don't let the women hear this. We can all get together and just drink. You know, that's sure. basically what it's about. But right. this happens tomorrow night, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Do you guys already have your team names? Have you already been thinking about what you're going to do this year to really set, the, set your team off different from previous years? I can look at Will and tell him that his brain is blank the minute he stands up to tell us his team name i never have a team name until the night of the draft that's i yeah. know that we all know we that. all understand that. your names suck that's how we know <laughs> they, they do but i have not I'm thought Japan about was pretty good yeah that's pretty good because pretty you, hey you're a correspondent um <laughs> that's I, right. I i haven't thought of us you know like i, I want to stand up and be like will i want to i want to stand up and just 
wow the crowd with my, you know, with my comedy that I have coming. He hasn't yeah. done it yet, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's up for it's it this coming. year. It's coming. It's coming. This it's, is the year. This is the year. year. But uh, do you have a name? No, I do not. It will come to me. It normally comes to me in dreams. You know, it'll come to me in a dream. And so then I'll write it. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, write it down and go back to sleep. Very happy knowing that I've got the best team <laughs> I got name. My team. I've got my team name. But anyway, I just was listening to a little podcast before we came. So top five fantasy. We'll just run through this real quick. Who do you think the top five draftees are? Currently, via you know ADP, Mahomes is one of them. Yeah, Mahomes definitely. No, 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 no. really. Think about like okay, quarterbacks Devontae, only go to the second round. He's first round, but not top Hopkins. five. First round, but not top five. Focus Christian on running McCaffrey. backs. Christian McCaffrey is one. Okay, Christian McCaffrey is one. Granted, you know we've got still some time before the season starts, but currently his draft. Number is one. I can tell you right now, I've done less research this year than I have ever done in my life. Same, you guys might have to tell boat. me who the top. I'm going to share it with you. So Dalvin Cook, Minnesota Viking yeah. running back, is two. I can see that. Okay, Derrick Henry is three. That guy's a tank. He is such a tank. Alvin Kamara is four. He's kind of old, man. This is awful running back heavy. Oh, the the first round is all running backs except Devontae Adams at twelve, and DeAndre Hopkins is thirteen. Second round. Guy, who am I missing? Um. Let's go through. Oh, it was so Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley. So Saquon Barkley five, Jonathan Taylor six, Chubb seven, Aaron Jones Zeke. eight, Zeke nine. Oh, there's Tyreek Hill too. Eleven. I would so not. Look, those are all running backs, right? All running backs. Joe Mixon above Don, Deontay so, so I would, Adams, and we'll have another. Monte we'll have a fantasy Adams. special podcast. We can talk about this in, in more detail. But anyway, I just wanted y'all to see that it's running back heavy. Until you get a Tyreek Hill, you get a Devontae, a DeAndre Hopkins, they go later. Stephon Diggs, too. So, anyway, be thinking about that. I mean, that is right around the corner, guys. And to all y'all who actually started with us listening to our fantasy advice, that's how you fell in love with the show, Big Fan. Well, Hank's got some really good sleepers for you next uh, next podcast that he'll share with the world. Because, you know, your teams are <laughs> – <laughs> yes, we lost uh, 90% of our uh, audience because 90% of our audience are women. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. And so they tune out to any fantasy talk. So we'll keep it to that. Keep all it light. Right, just keep it light. So <clears> – <throat> Guys, we were talking before, you were talking about bats flying at you and bears and moose. Well, there was this story that happened up at Cape Cod last week where this town, this town of 500 people, very small town, got infested with a run of these big mosquitoes, right? These massive mosquitoes. I've heard this, yes. yes. And we're not talking about 10 mosquitoes or 20 mosquitoes. We're talking about thousands and thousands of mosquitoes just coming into town like can you imagine like you're standing downtown you're drinking a beer at the tap room or whatever and then you see this dark cloud and it's mosquitoes okay so imagine this this one lady said she so she ran inside and they did something they got something to collect them so within three minutes time she collected two thousand massive mosquitoes my question to you would you rather be overrun by a swarm of thousands of mosquitoes just coming at you. You know you're going to get bit like 5,000 times. Or face a tiger shark face-to-face in the ocean, head-to-head, one-on-one. No death of mosquitoes, stupid. Malaria? Malaria? Because it's so frequent in the U.S. Come on. This is what I'm thinking. I hate mosquito bites. You know how often I get bit by mosquitoes. It is the worst. I think I'd punch the tiger shark one time and punch him right in the nose. (laughs) 
and he flees. Mosquitoes, they're going to be swarm. I mean, how are you going to get rid of mosquitoes? I mean, you can smush them, but they're still going to get I'm you. Have you to, seen how slow you throw a punch underwater? <laughs> his nose is coming out of the water so you can get full impact on his nose. <laughs> no a tiger shark, no tiger shark is breaking the shoreline to get punched by you. He's yes. coming below you. Knee him and he'll when I knee him he'll pop up and then I punch him right in the face. This I punch him right in the nose. See now you're I'm gonna <laughs> knee him. Come on. We're trying to have a realistic conversation about which animal you'd like to kill you. And we're just not gonna like I mean these tiger sharks hey, look at what well that one is. Look at one tiger shark that's out of water, ready to get punched. None of their them. Their faces come out of the water. Anyway, so I guess your answer is you'd rather face a tiger shark. I'm going to go, mosquitoes. mosquitoes. You face yeah, mosquitoes. Mosquito. I'm running to the closest body of water and I'm jumping in. I guess To get you... killed by a tiger shark. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be at the ocean. Cans of like, spray and you could shh, just be spraying at all times around you. Can I just wear a mosquitoes. raincoat? Yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I mean, if if clothing is the deterrent for one of the killer animals, you're just saying here. I mean, you got a problem. Yeah, I would get in the beekeeper suit. I keep uh, at the house and just throw brilliant. it on. That's what I do. Well, let okay. you tangle with the tiger yeah. shark, brother. Yeah, exactly. you take the tiger shark. Well, you know, while we we're thinking about this, I also started thinking about other animals. If you were like face to face, head to head, who would you? Ra- who do you think you could defeat sooner or later, or this animal defeat you? So I was thinking, would you rather go face to face? With one of those kangaroos in Australia that'll punch you, mm-hmm. or a porcupine, you're going face to face, and you're in an enclosed cage. I mean, there's fans like cheering. <laughs> Kangaroo <laughs> versus Hank porcupine. <laughs> Look at that! That thing is scary. We're looking at a picture of a kangaroo, that, a jacked that, kangaroo, that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I am not kidding you. This Look kangaroo at the is cat down jacked. there. Good I mean, Lord. he is jacked. So, I, well, I'll go first. I'm going to tell you right now, kangaroos. Go on the offensive when you start getting in trouble, and they kick. It's they don't punch. Yeah, they they, they mm-hmm. use their back legs, and they'll get you because that. And they, they got claws like their tails are super strong. Up. And, and who knows what they got in that pouch? They might pull out a gat. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, you never know. This, I mean, these guys look like gangsters that they have up here. <laughs> but I, the, that guy. the porcupine is more of a defender. He ain't coming up messing with you. Yeah, you'd least- have to be in a dog kennel. You know, with him, for him to have to fight you. Well, you're going to have to make the first move because it's one person in, one person out. You're either dead or you survive. So you're going to have to attack the porcupine. You want a quill coming sticking out of your neck? Because he's going to shoot a quill at you. Listen, you're short. I'm tall. No quills getting up to my neck, okay? I, we're going to get hit waist and below. Well, how are you going to defeat it? Are you going to, like, flip it over on its back and then what stab it dude all you have to do is throw something towards its head he spins his body then you punt it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good good point is that not a great strategy by the time he wick you get around yeah. you have one quill in your shin but your foot <laughs> is cresting his chin and kicking him 30 uh, yards for the field goal so i guess the answer for you is you'd rather face a porcupine without Will? a doubt definitely porcupine i mean that kangaroo could turn around and kick me and th- push me through this brick wall yeah. I mean, it's no comparison. No comparison. I mean, look at that dude. That's got a bu- <laughs> What we're looking quill at is head. a guy that obviously went down to kiss a porcupine, and he has about 100 quills in his forehead. <laughs> yes. All right, so how about another? Um, let's, let's give you another scenario. Let's say <clears throat> you are, you've, okay, you're, you're being held down. You're in, a, you're in a desert, and you're being strapped down. You can't move like your arms or legs. You can just move your head like this a little bit, right? <laughs> Would you rather have a colony of fire ants, the big fire ants that will sting the life out of you? Yeah, you don't want any of those guys. 
you're enclosed in a little area too. Let's say like you're in a box that's like 10 by 10 box and there's ants just all over the place. They can't get out. All they can do is crawl on you. So we're no longer in the desert. We're in the desert in a box. <laughs> in a in box. box. Okay. Okay. You're in the desert in a you're box. die from heat exhaustion. 10 minutes and you have the sun pouring on you right now. Okay. No water. No cactus. Nothing. Just <laughs> no sun. shade. Uh, just no shade. Just a buzzer. Just a bu- few buzzards flying around. Okay. 10 minutes. So we're basically in the box at prison. You're in the box <laughs> in the desert. We're cool hand At Luke. noon, no cacti, no water. Or same box with big New York City rats scurrying around. You've got to survive 10 minutes in this box in the desert with the sun. I think, I think the New York City rats bite you. You don't think the fire ants going to bite you? I know you? they bite you. Uh, All right? I'm like, di- the, 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 the New York City rats are no joke. I, that, some of them look like cats. So I don't know if I'd want to be in, but I think the fire ants would be more painful. So I'd probably go with the rat. Yeah, I'm definitely going to rat because I've been stung by fire ants way too many times, too. and they are little pains in the butt, and they leave zits on your feet yeah. that itch like crazy. And you get that many in there, you're going to have lots of stains. Yeah. One of the reasons I brought up the story, Jeez, Jennifer was telling me this one dude fell into a hole last week in New York City. I don't know if you all heard about this, huh. and he was surrounded like i'm just talking one level down you know the subway and everything but one level down he fell into one of these grates surrounded by rats just all over him thousands of rats and they were like well why didn't you scream because he just down that little grate and he said i was afraid if i opened my mouth a rat would run in it so he just had to sit there uh, uh, you oh know, my gosh hur, 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 with his mouth closed because he thought a rat would run in it Ugh. oh gosh crazy. that'd be awful yeah that gives me yeah. the willies all right so last scenario Man versus beast. That's what we'll start calling this segment. Man versus beast. Okay. Um, okay. We're in an aquarium the size of, let's just say, we're in a pretty big aquarium where you could swim and maybe like you could do two body length laps. You know, just not very big, but big okay. enough that you could swim around a little bit, maybe to elude something if you needed to. Would you rather face in this little aquarium a five foot crocodile or baby hippo? Okay. One man lives, or one man or are one animal saying, dies. Are you saying five foot from tail to snout? I'm talking about it. Yes, from t- so not a yes, still big enough. Formidable crocodile. Formidable crocodile. It will bite you and it will hurt you. Formidable crocodile. The other thing that you have, so you're breathing. You have breathing apparatus underwater, so you could you got scuba gear on, so you could get around. And if you need to take the scuba tank off and hit a crocodile <laughs> or a hippo, you could do it. You've got to survive five minutes. Who are you? Who would you rather survive, baby hippo? Or five foot croc. Five foot croc's still a pretty big croc. Take some time. Take some take, time. Think about it. Think about I, it, guys. I, I'll go. I'll, I mean, I'll go. I'll tell you right now. The baby hippo is going to be kind of dumb. It's true. Okay, it's, it's going to be kind of dumb. It's not going to have the same kind of fight mentality. A five foot croc is going to know how to get around and going to know what to do with those teeth. So I think I'm going to check. I, I think the hippo is going to be. It's going to be a fight. It's gonna be fight because it's going. What it, <laughs> he what, want, He does not want you in his space. No, what he's gonna want to do though is he's gonna probably swim you up to the edge of it and then lean against you and yeah. use his weight. Right? Probably. So I'm hoping he doesn't have a tusk. He's gonna gum you. Right. <laughs> so I would rather get gummed and work my magic and maybe get a couple of heel strikes in, maybe some uppercuts and wear him down. Yeah. And then maybe I can yeah. get out. Whereas the you know the chomp chomp of the gator is probably a little bit of too much and unless you can get your hand on his jaws and get it closed. That's what I was thinking. Right, Somehow but then he does the death closed. roll. Then he'll do the death roll. Yeah, 
What do you guys think? Come on. This is this is 50-50. This, yeah, it's close. Uh, what I'm going to say, I'm going to take the alligator on the crocodile, and this is what is going to happen. Just like in the movie Jaws, I'm going to take my scuba gear off. I'm going to stuff it down his throat. <laughs> I'm going to stuff it down his throat. And I'm going to figure out some way to ignite it so if the scuba gear blows up in his mouth Un- and destroys him. Underwater lighter? You, underwater Is that what you're going to do? I need to find an underwater lighter. And so you're trying to pull a Jaws. Trying to pull a Jaws. That's, what he said. That's exactly what I'm so doing. Shove so oxygen in his mouth and shoot it. So, okay. So if I can get a samurai sword down there, yeah. then maybe it would change my mind. Possibly. All of a sudden, you've got <laughs> you got underwater mystical magic. weapons down there that could help you in this fight. I mean, come on now. Let's give us a... You know. uh, well, I mean, that was my answer. Let's blow them up like Jaws. Speaking of Jaws, so they had Jaws 1, 2, 3, and 4 on last night. So in between Olympic uh, highlights, I flipped through Jaws 4. Oh, my God. Mario Van Peoples is that one in that movie. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty, t- pretty much a terrible movie. So anyway, man, we have covered it all. First of all, I mean, it's probably about 7 o'clock in Tokyo right now, Will. Maybe some of the events are starting to kick into gear. No, you're going to have a great day there. So you're going to be there for the whole Olympic, all of the Olympics, or are you coming I'm back early? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. Maybe come back with a rugby team a little early. I think he has a sign-in stall on next Wednesday <laughs> that he can't, he can't really miss. got a few customers I got to take care of. <laughs> Might need to get back. So what are you going to bring back for the uh, the host of Big Fan? You got any special souvenirs you might bring us back from Tokyo? Yeah, I got sake. You got sake? Yeah. You going to sneak that in? Okay, good. Yeah. Good. We'll bring back sake. Could you try to maybe bring a sushi roll or two back? You think it'll keep? You think it'll keep? <laughs> I don't know, good? but I can, I can, if you want to forward me some, wire me some money, I'll put it in dry ice and ship it. <laughs> Sounds good. How about some, some of those little wood flip-flops? With the uh, box yes, yeah, wood yes. flip-flops, good. Maybe I'll send a jellyfish home with you, too. You yeah, just you let me know what you want. We'll okay. We'll octopus. Very good. Well, Hank, enjoyed this uh, big fan, buddy. I think our fans will enjoy this one, too. Anytime we have a special guest, it's always a special show here at The Big Fan. Uh, please, if you don't forget, audience, check out the rest of the shows on The Mesh. That's TheMesh.TV. You have that fax number that they can send their uh, email re- or their, uh, their request. Hank. Remember that fax number? <laughs> Remember that fax number? I'm sure I do. It yeah. will be up here in just a minute. Yes. But I do not uh, have it at... I think um, the fax machine is actually temporarily malfunctioning. But what they should do is... <laughs> hey, I, what they should do if they're on there is only you, a 50-year-old, would tell them to fax something. What they should do is they should go to the podcast and subscribe. Yes. That's what they need to do. So they need to follow more of uh, Big Fan on the Mesh and subscribe. Subscribe, okay. Subscribe. And they can do it to other. You know, there's a lot of great shows on sure. here. So why don't you subscribe to more of them? Just watch ours more. Right, listen right? to ours listen more. Us sure, more. Sure. But there's a lot of great shows on here. But if you do care to fax, that ability is still there, right, Hank? No, no. I'm just going to go. I'm looking at our producer. We're no longer taking facts. We're going to subscribe and subscribe I'm only. I'm just kidding about the fax thing. We still have customers that do not use email. They still fax us everything. We're like, just send us an email. They cannot do it. They have to. Can't fax. figure it out. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. Thought that was funny. All right, Hank. Good luck to you in the future. For the rest, I'll see you in two weeks, I guess, or maybe I'll see you around. You're going to see me Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow. That's right at our big uh, fantasy football meeting. Are we? Uh, is there? Is there like a agenda? Do we know what six ish at this normal spot? Okay. At the normal spot. It's supposed Good. to be 100 degrees tomorrow, too. I don't know if yeah, you saw that. Yeah, it's supposed to be really nice. Really, really hot in Hickory, North Carolina. What is the temperature in Tokyo, by the way, Will? Um, yesterday, it was 88 degrees with a heat index of 99. Mm. Did you not hear about Scorcher. the tennis player, Med- Medvedev? I've heard. I heard that. Looked at the thought hump. she was going to die. 
he or he was going to die right looked at the ump and said the ump asked him can you make it he said, yeah i'll make it but if i die it's on you whoa that was exact work. Serious business. You think Tucker might do that at the draft meeting tomorrow? <laughs> Chad. He will have a sweat rag. I'll, <laughs> I'll be out here, but if I die, it's on you. It's on you. Yes. I anyway. think that's good. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. All right. Any plans this weekend, Hank? Uh, no, 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 no. I think we're just going to be around. You know, uh, after this, I am not going to go on vacation for 12 more months. So I'm sure your boss will appreciate that. Yeah, really I'm appreciate sure he will. that. Yes. So, um, and more chances to visit the VIP crawdad room that you have, you mm-hmm. know? That's true. That's true. Maybe one day you can show up. Maybe one day. Maybe one, one day. day. How about right. you? Do you have anything nothing, going on this nothing weekend? Nothing going on at all. Just waiting for Will to get back on his flight from Tokyo. You want to go to the airport and greet him when he gets back? <laughs> I'd rather shoot both. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, boys. hey. you know what I wanted to bring up, which I think is fantastic? It really shows a great character flaw in our, our, our co-host here. I know that your daughter got her license two weeks ago, and yet you have yet to give her your car. So she is no longer doing she is she is a golden ticket with no wheels. All right when I walked in and I saw her car sitting in the driveway, I said, <laughs> You're a terrible dad. The car has been ordered. I actually it was on my list for us to talk about buying a used car during COVID. Yep. It is not a pleasant experience. But Campy. Supposedly my car is coming here from Texas and it should arrive on Monday. Hmm. So my daughter will be driving her car Monday. Well, I, I, I think the world of Olivia, and yes. I hope that she gets her car soon, she because will. when I saw that car out there, I said, that sweet girl is having to sit at home because her dad Jeez. didn't plan appropriately. That's I right. planned just COVID through a wrench of things, but things are back on track on Monday. Good. Yes, yes. And to all Big Ben listeners, we look forward to speaking to you in two weeks with an Olympic update and maybe some fantasy football uh, info and much, much more. Looking forward to it. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.